0: I tell you that people are peculiar and I will lump myself in with that very quickly. I know that I have my quirks, my things that make me odd and and really not all that normal. But I found about some things on the internet that I, I was like, man, maybe I'm not so odd after all. For example, there are people who are afraid and worried about things that I had i never even imagined. There are people, and, and actually this is a real thing, there are a lot of people who are uh, afraid of this thing that I, I couldn't even really fathom. I never thought of it. They have something that's called Iraqi butyrophobia. And these are people who are afraid of having peanut butter stuck to the roof of their mouth. I had no idea that such a thing even possibly existed. But then there are also all of the other more common worries and fears that we live with as human beings, all the things that you think about. Things like, for example, being killed by a shark when you go to the beach, Oddly enough, the interesting thing is that the odds of being killed by a shark when you go to the beach are about one in 300 million. So you're you're looking pretty good the next time you go to the beach. However, you may not know this and you may not be afraid of it. The odds of you being killed by your spouse are about one in 350,000. So oddly enough, you're, you're safer on the shark end of things than you are with your spouse. I guess that's the moral of the lesson. I don't know. All I do know is that people worry and they have fears and they take over their lives. A lot of times it's, it's very tempting to just tell people, don't worry about it or the chances of that happening are very slim, or it'll be okay, you'll get through it, you've been through it before. We have all these things that we tell people, or or maybe even things that we tell ourselves to, to try to deal with it. But I couldn't help but wonder if maybe there isn't a better way to handle these situations. And I'm no counselor. All I am is just a humble pastor, offering up words of wisdom from the Bible. And as I go through the scriptures, I find plenty of fear and worry. Even in Jesus, Jesus had his times when he was afraid and worried. There's a story in Matthew 4, early on, verses 1 through 11, in the NIV, that I want to share with you. It said, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. During those 40 days and 40 nights, I can only imagine the things that Jesus thought about, all the emotions and feelings that he had, but I have no doubt in my mind that one of the things that he had to deal with was fear and worry. Worry what was going to happen next, how he would get through it. He was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, and and folks, being in the Middle East wilderness is not like being in the Franklin County wilderness. Here, if we're stuck in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, We'll be hanging out with some white-tailed doe and, and rabbits and squirrels and maybe the occasional bear who will steer clear of us for the most part. But over there, it's a different story. It's a very dangerous story. And so he had plenty of reasons to be afraid. But what I notice in this story is that no matter how afraid he could be, no matter how bad the situation was, the worse it got, the more he clung to God's word. The more he he drew and dug into his relationship with God. I think perhaps we have a lesson to learn about our own lives from that. The worse things get for us, the, the scarier they are, the more afraid we are about something, the bigger something looms over our head. Trust in God and draw closer to Him. Pray more. Read the scriptures more. Be around other Christians more. Don't go off on your own trying to do it by yourself. Don't turn to every other direction, hoping you'll miraculously find the answers. When the hope for the fears that we have to deal with comes from our faith, in God It's another scripture that I've I've read to you before in the years past but I want to I want to read to you again Actually I'm not going to read it to you I'm going to I'm going to recite it it's Psalm 91 For a long time now Rick Stafford has been encouraging me to remember Psalm 91 He said it'll be good for you It'll get you through all the times of trouble and fear and worry. And so I I worked at it. I worked and worked and worked. So here you go. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Well, that's all I've got. That's as far as I made it before I got distracted and I stopped memorizing Psalm 91. Rick's probably right. It probably would be good for me to memorize the rest of it and know it by heart and to carry it around with me everywhere I go. But I'll read it to you instead. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence, and he will cover you with his pinions. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a defense. You will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by day or the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place, No evil shall befall you. No scourge come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Those who love me, I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them with long life. I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. As it turns out, the the old devil, when he was quoting to Jesus, when he was stuck in the wilderness, he was quoting Psalm 91. Indeed, it was right. God will take care of you. You won't strike your foot on a stone. God will not allow any harm to come near you. Psalm 91 does a remarkable job of giving us the ability to deal with fear and worries and all of the things that are coming down the road. And we have a lot coming down the road for our church, for us as individuals, for those of us who are getting older and have health problems to deal with, for those of us who are younger and trying to figure out our families and careers and and just getting through school and dealing with friendships and, and, and being alone and all the problems that come with adolescence and being a kid. We have plenty of things that we need God's help with, plenty of fears and worries. Well, God has promised to be with us through all of those things. During World War One, the 91st Infantry Brigade had a had an interesting commander. Um, they were getting ready to go into action, in uh, into battle, and as they were getting ready to go into battle, their commander was a devout Christian, and he had note cards, and on every note card was printed Psalm 91, and he told his soldiers to to pray about these psalms and to read them every single day that they went out to fight. And they fought in some of the bloodiest battles that there were. Chateau Thiers, Bella Wood, um, Argonne, um, other ones. They, They fall against some incredible enemies and against some incredible odds. And I have no doubt that they were uh, really afraid, really worried, but they carried Psalm 91 with them and they prayed it. Most infantry brigades lost as much as 90% of their men. According to what I've read, The 91st Infantry Brigade lost no one. I don't know if it's true or not, but I sure do believe in the power of God to take care of us during the hardest points of our life, during our times of fear and worry. God will help us and give us the strength. That's how Christ got through everything he went through. He trusted in God. And it's the promise that we are offered in Psalm 91. To trust in God. I tell you what, a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right. But nothing will come near you because we have God protecting us. Amen.